Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're trying to jump in somewhat early and we are going to talk about Telling Lies. This is the game made by uh, Sam Barlow, who also made her story, which we both liked and recommended. A lot. Telling Lies is in every way kind of the spiritual successor. It's a very similar game. Not the same, though. Nope. And I guess that's a good thing, because you wouldn't really want more of exactly the same. No. Though there are a lot of same elements here. But let's start just real quick. Uh, First off, I really want to thank Lizzie at Furious Bee, who helped me a lot when... I mean, this is not something we do often. We bought it almost right away when it came out. And there was an issue with Steam and the Save Cloud, and she and I were going back and forth with emails as we were kind of desperately trying to fix it so I could play it soon. So a big thank you for that, but also because I've asked her some very specific questions about the game that she got back to me. Let's start with your overall feeling. Would you recommend it? Would you not? Um, it's a tough sell for me, man. I would recommend her story to anyone. Uh, and I'd recommend it with all my heart, but I feel like if I recommended this, I would be responsible for someone's misery. <laughs> I wouldn't go quite that far, but it's not the same. I didn't enjoy the game as much as I enjoyed her story. The thing is, though, I do like a lot of what they were doing. I feel that a lot of the things I asked for in her story, I got in this one. It's still just not quite where I want it to be. So... I don't want to not recommend it out of hand, but say that it is a slightly different game, a much longer game. It feels much longer. I don't really think it's that much longer, but it feels much longer. And I can't really get into why until we get into the spoiler section. I would say, as we typically do here on our podcast, I'd wait a bit. Wait for the sale. Wait for the sale. That's what we always say. That you know, we were just talking the other day that we don't have a catchphrase or so that, that <laughs> wait for the sale is probably probably our thing. I would say keep in mind that it is I don't know, how many hours would you say it took you to, to feel like you had beaten it? Twelve ish. Oh really? Okay. So keep in mind that it would be like a twelve hour game and what's that worth to you? But I would actually take the hours down a bit, but again can't really get into that until I get into the spoiler section. I did spend about two hours playing solitaire. <laughs> yeah, so let's take that time Ten. away. Yeah. <laughs> think of it as, in my opinion, I would say an eight-hour game. And what is that worth to you? I think that if you are into full-motion video games, you basically have to get the one. Like, this one is something beyond her story and it's something more complete and more in-depth as far as what's going on with the acting and story than we typically get so i would definitely say if that's your thing then you should buy you probably have already played it (laughs) or then you should buy late shift instead (laughs) if you want all right a few things though i've noticed about reviews especially people who played early on there were a few things that came up that I'm, I'm not sure that they're really fair criticisms. I've seen people say that they don't know how to pause the video or fast forward the video or rewind the video, but there's a whole PDF document 
within the game that explains everything. And I just kind of feel like you would accidentally come across it even if you didn't. You can do it in three ways. I mean, you, I don't play with controller, but you can pause it on the controller, you can pause it by pressing the space bar, and you can pause it by just clicking anywhere on the screen with the mouse. It's like, it's not rocket science. It's the same as a VLC player, pretty much. There are a few other things. Like we both had that black screen problem when we tried to load up the game. We got a message from Sam Barlow or whoever runs his account giving us contact information. Like I said, uh, Lizzie at Furious B was great about getting back. I think that they were, as far as early game, I don't do early game a lot, but it was great to see that they were quickly getting on everything. I mean, I said in my email, you might want to let people know in this Steam group, and I linked to it. And so immediately he got back to both of us. So that was pretty nice. Her first exercise was Operation Hipper. Now she serves the public. Note the rough direction that the wind is blowing on her. Some things I do want to talk about without getting too much into detail, but some questions I had. So if you haven't played, this is going to help you out a little bit. One is, much like her story, there is a way to finish the game and then go back and continue playing. In this game, one thing that has been, I think, an improvement is they do have endings. We'll talk about those later, but... I do want to say that I asked about, can you get more than one ending at a time? Typically, you get just one ending. But if you go back and you watch a certain number of other videos, you might be able to get a second ending. Personally, I found it easier to just start over. And when I started over, I was able to get the... There are three endings. I was able to get the second ending within about two hours and the third ending within an hour, because I knew what I was doing by that point. You don't have to actually watch the whole clips in order for it to count as watched. So you can watch for two seconds and then move on. So if if you've already seen the video, you don't really need to watch it again to make it count. Uh, Some clips are more important than others, and some will affect the outcome. So, of course, the, the different endings. Apparently, there are 188 video clips in total. So keep that in mind. There's not really a database tracker at this point. So I suppose if you can go through and keep track of how many you've watched, that would be good. It's also uh, about eight to 10 hours of footage, but it can take a little bit longer, I think, because you're you're often going to be hitting the same video again or, well, some other issues that (laughs) make it take a little bit longer. One of the biggest problems when I first started, what I didn't realize is that much like her story, when you do a search term, you're going to be taken to that search term in the video. So if I put, for example, love, I'm going to go to a spot in the video where they say the word love. That may not be at the beginning. So for the first 15, 20 minutes of the game, I didn't realize I wasn't seeing the whole video. So keep that in mind if you've not played and you want to start playing. When you find a video, you may not be at the beginning. So if you want the beginning, you need to rewind. Well, let's be honest. You probably won't be at the beginning. Yes, that's very likely. Yeah. <laughs> so be prepared to... I don't know. That Maybe they're much better searchers than I am. <laughs> yeah, about 85, 90% of the time, I was not at the beginning. Yeah. With that, there's not a whole lot we can do without giving away some spoilers. As soon as we start talking story, I'm worried that spoilers are going to happen. My big warning here would be that this story does deal with some adult themes. 
it may not be the most kid-friendly episode, and that's just inherent because of the game that we're going to be talking about and the story that takes place. So keep that in mind as you go forward. Kind of a spoiler warning and a content warning this time. All right. We're here. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So you've calmed down a bit, but when you first finished, <laughs> I got so many just angry, venomous messages over Steam. You were very unhappy when you first finished the game. Yep. I'm not completely happy, and I will openly admit that, and I will try to be as honest as I can, but I really want to come at this not from that standpoint, but from a hopeful standpoint. I see this as they've improved so many things from her story in what I asked for, but it's not quite in the way that I asked for. And we'll get to that at the end. I think that there's a lot we could talk about the game itself. But before we do, we've got to get through the story. And this story is kind of complex. It's kind of a lot all over the place. Her story was simpler in the fact that it was one timeline. But in this one, it is one timeline, but it doesn't feel that way because we're getting three to four main stories all happening at the same time. I kind of want to go through each story and just roughly outline it. I don't want to go as detailed as we did in her story. I, in a way, I don't feel this one earns that no, as much. No. But also, I just don't feel it's quite as interesting or complex that we need to do that. Yeah, it's fairly, I mean, like you said, it's it's sprawling. And instead of, like, her story was one timeline, but chopped up and mixed up. So you didn't know which one came before each one. This one has got, yeah, like you said, it's got four, I'd say there's four stories. And the, and they're all chopped up and mixed up. And yeah, it, it, in the beginning, it's quite hard to follow. And it, I don't know, I felt fooled that this is this was going to be something interesting when actually it wasn't. I still found it interesting, but the story isn't quite what I would have wanted. Because when you, when you judge from the trailer, right? And I guess this is, this is, this is why hype is bad and I should stay away from trailers. When you look at the trailer, it looked like it was four stories of every, this like web of intrigue and lies and deception. And it's just not like, yes, I really had the impression that it was going to be much more interwoven. Yeah. In the fact that... Everyone's backstabbing each other and it's like this complicated Or at thing. least just interacting with each other. The storylines barely interact. They're affected by the others, but they barely do. I suspect they think that it would be easier for us to follow one person, to have one core story that just branched off. And I think that they're right, but it's not as interesting as it could have been. It is 8.35 here, but I want you to meet me at 1.48. But let's kind of save weakness of story and just talk about what the story actually is. I want to start with the cam girl first. So this is the good... I've warned you about content. <laughs> this is where we're going. I find her story to be the most pointless and the least interesting. So that's personally why I want to get... Her story the, as in the cam girl, not the game. Yes. <laughs> From, uh, yeah, that's going to be very confusing this episode. <laughs> well, let's call well, it by we're, we're in the spoiler section, Maxine. <laughs> I find Maxine's story to be the most, just, it's just not interesting to me at all. But it seems to be, it seems to be the one that everyone finishes first. <laughs> it does, I suspect, because of the key scene. Right. I know in my first playthrough, 
what I spent, you know, 10 or 12 hours. I only really started looking at her stuff in the last two hours. So I think that it had to do with the fact that I found her key scene. The end of Maxine's story, I found. And so I think that that is why it chose that ending for me. Which was a bit disappointing because I'd spent most of my time with Ava and I went, well, what happened with Ava? (laughs) But in a way, I'm very glad because this is also, we'll get to the endings later, but it's my least favorite ending as well. What do we want to say about her? I mean, basically, I feel like they put this in to say this is where he's going to be truthful, but we don't get a lot from him and what little bit we do we really get from the other two to three stories. Yeah, I mean, he's the, she's there as a, a conduit to tell some kind of half-truths, I, I suppose. I get it. It's like, it's like, you know, he's isolated. He's got no one to talk to. He can't discuss his work. Maxine is the only person that he can actually discuss his work with, uh, or at least some of it. And, you, cause he's, you know, he's anonymous. And, you know, that, that relationship spirals a bit out of control and he ends up giving too much away and Maxine's not a nice person either. And yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mind this, this part of the story, but it was just like a mechanic, you know, she's just a mechanic to drive the story forward. But I didn't really feel like she did. I mean, she, but a mechanic to. Do you think that's what they thought? She I think was? that's what, the, I think that's what they're trying to do with her. Okay. Like, I, I, she was a mechanic to let us get to know David a little bit more. Yeah, but I really didn't feel like I was. Mm. So I, I can see your point and I could totally see that's why they tried to do it, but I feel like it didn't quite hit. The whole, her lying throughout the whole thing. Well, she's a cam girl. She's not going to tell people her real right. identity. I got a little irritated with how much it felt like it was repeating. He wanted truth. She wasn't giving truth. Why, why do I care? They're playing their little game with each other. I guess. I just didn't really find it that interesting. I was shocked that he didn't realize she was lying the whole time. There was a clip where he says, I know all of this about you. I know that you're from France. I know blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm in Cleveland, dude. <laughs> Which I don't know why she admitted. Like, that was pretty stupid of her. And she kept doing this thing over and over at least three times in the story where she said, you see this camera? Click, click, click onto the camera lens. This protects me from you and the weirdos. I'm like, yeah, okay, we get it. You don't have to do it over and over and over again. I just, then, I just sorry. Yeah. I just felt a bit weirded out every time. I just wanted to slap her hands. Get your hands out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it did lead to a somewhat interesting thing where we, this is how I met Harry. And that Harry is this somewhat shady guy that David knows and helps him out with things. And can you track her down? But then he, David does this just stupid thing where he goes to find her. Yeah, and pulls a gun on her. <laughs> Pull, pulls a gun on her. And then there's another really stupid thing about Ohio's a standard ground state, which it... Is it? Kind of is, kind of isn't. Okay. As far as I know, in Ohio, it's just for your vehicle, which she's not in. And even if it was for your home, this is not a home. She looks like she's in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're talking about the reputation of... And this is clearly a bias, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that the courts would be more biased towards the story of an FBI agent <laughs> than a cam girl. Who was blackmailing him. Because she had information about FBI secret projects. Yeah. Yes, he shouldn't have said things to her, but most of the stuff that he says 
is harmless. So unless there are other videos, and we're led to believe there are other videos where he must have divulged more information, then really he's pretty safe. What he told her, what we saw, is safe. Outside of admitting he's an FBI agent. But even that, he could just say, well, how would she know the truth? I've been lying. It's really weird. It just feels like they were trying to go for, with her, a bit of shock. Ooh, we have a cam girl who doesn't do any real cam girl stuff. She sleeps half the time. And and leading up to this shooting. Yeah. You, you've watched all the videos for this, yeah? Yeah. So basically what I did is I've, I've found most of them. Mm-hmm. But to get ready for this episode, I found a YouTube video where somebody had put them all together. And putting them all together makes it under, I think, just over five, five hours. Five hours, yeah. yeah. And so that was much easier. I, I couldn't guarantee that I would be able to see them all by going back through. Because that's the thing. I watched, I mean, I went into the, if you go into the folder in your desktop, you, all the videos are just there. And I went through and I watched as many as I could because I played it I played it once and I was done. Like that was enough for me. Um, but I did want to go back and see if, just see like what kind of videos I missed. So I did have a flick through them. But yeah, was there, so you're saying there was no real damning evidence for him, yeah? It was like... Not from what I saw. I, it seemed to me that it was more personal stuff that she had. That he had a girlfriend, that she was pregnant. But it didn't really seem to have anything to do with FBI stuff. I mean, maybe, so maybe that was it then. Maybe it wasn't about the FBI stuff. Maybe he was worried about his wife leaving him and finding out about his mistress. And That's very possible. But it just feels weird it feels forced Mm. i think and so her whole story didn't really work for me their scenes in particular where you have to watch half where only half a person is talking at a time (sighs) this one i mean we're going to get to that later but this one in particular seemed to be that all the time and you didn't play the way i did where i i immediately would try to find the other half of the conversation so i was constantly watching dead air most of the time yeah when I was doing that, particularly with this story. And I think that that's part of what irritates me. So that's Maxine. Emma is a slightly more interesting story. And Alba. And we both want to talk about Alba because Alba is by far... The star of the show. (laughs) No offense to all the others. You did a lot more work. You memorized a lot more lines. But Alba is just... A natural. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've never seen a kid just be such a kid. However they directed her, it must have been perfect. I'm guessing that's how she is in real life. It know? must be. But there were times where he was telling her a story and she would just start playing with her stuffed animal right in front of the camera as a kid would do. And she sounded, though, she sounded like she was really talking to the people. Yeah. Yeah, she was and, great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they did it, but yeah, she was fantastic. Hours of sifting through this, like, quite frankly, boring videos. And then she comes on screen and like, immediately I'm just all smiles now. And it, it kind of made the game worthwhile playing. I was, I would be playing it thinking like, when's my next Alba clip coming? <laughs> Go to the hidden gem and note what is flanking Horatio on both sides. So let's get into the Emma side of the story. We start off with Alba, she's going to camp. She has a sore tooth. So there's this whole issue of 
She's worried about dying from the sore tooth and then Emma having to sneak in and rip the tooth out while she's sleeping. There are all sorts of things about the psych profile. And the thing is, in the beginning, they seem like a very happy couple. And through most of my videos that I found playing the game, they seem like a happy couple. And the thing is, because this is a story which you may not be told in order, in fact, you're very likely not, it could be very jarring to jump to the end of the story and find those videos. Did you find that I first? Did. No, but... I didn't find the... But I didn't end. find a lot of the middle videos, so I found Happy at the Beginning... And Paul. Yeah, and Paul stuff at the end, and went, well... That took a heavy turn. <laughs> and even watching through it, it does still feel very fast. And it just, in some ways, feels a bit forced. I think what... I don't know how much time is passing in, in between those videos. So, from what I remember, I think it's, it's about a year months. and a half. Oh, is it, is it a year and a half? I thought it was eight or, months. The thing was, I remember the first time I played, I was keeping track of all the dates because I was trying to match the dates up. All ah, right, okay. And so, that's where I started to be aware that... After about a year, that's when David loses the beard, and there are still videos that go beyond that. So it's mm -hmm. over a year, but it still feels fast. Like, they seem to devolve very, very quickly. Well, I guess the whole thing takes a toll on their marriage. It does, and I understand that, but story-wise, it just feels fast. And again, I think we're meant to imply there are more videos and more things that happened that we're not privy to. Mm -hmm. We're only getting the highlights. But, I mean, it starts off, they seem very happy. She's, you know, trying to seduce him over the cam and saying how much she misses him. And it doesn't really feel at all like she's scared of him. But I guess she's only scared of him when he's mad. Maybe that's what they're trying to imply. Or when he's there, you know, maybe when he's across a camera. Maybe the whole thing that what Maxine was saying before, like, ding, 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 this is protecting me from you, you know? At least she knows where he is. There are hints very early on about Stephen, the anesthesiologist, asking her out. And then we get to meet Emma's mother, who comes for a visit, but the visit, she brings two suitcases, <laughs> so she's moving in. She says that David looks like Daniel from the 70s. We assume Daniel is her dead husband. Uh, this becomes very important later. She's a bit, Laura's a bit overbearing. She buys Alba her Halloween costume. She's constantly taking over. But it leads into a whole thing where Emma says Laura's starting to get forgetful. Uh, Stephen is helping console her. At Thanksgiving, there's a fourth place set, which she says is for some woman she works with, but I think is likely for Stephen. There's a whole fight when he can't make it for Thanksgiving or the recital. And as Laura starts to go uh, a bit more, um, as her illness gets a bit worse, she starts to talk to David as though he is her dead husband, Daniel. And twice we get to listen to Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> and uh, this other fairy tale about two young girls, Sam Barlow, very much still obsessed with fairy, fairy tales. tales. Yeah, There's a... Really crushing scene where Laura's in a hospital bed in the back and Emma and Stephen are talking very seriously about whether Laura is going to survive and Alba is just talking to her dad in the front. This is one of the most amazing scenes in the whole story, I think, just because of how much is going on visually 
And yes, you can just barely make out what's going on in the background. And Alba, as she would be, is taking up most of the foreground because she's having a conversation with her dad. It's pretty wild. She dies. Then it kind of jumps to a barbecue where David is now making tofu dogs and Alba hates it. But Emma is mad because David is having friends over. It's all, I don't know, it it feels a bit much. But what really, I think, ends the story is the Paul story, which we get twice. Well, I only got one of them and I got the most... Was it the doll one? Yes. What the hell was that, man? I don't think he would sit through that. I think he would have clicked off. David as a character. I wanted to click off of it. Come on. It's like, are you seriously telling your story through a dollhouse? There's another one where they just talk. And to me, this is, this is a problem here with this story where I feel like it just seemed to rush through. They have this Paul thing, which only seem to affect a certain few things. She's saying at the end, she is constantly saying how much she feared David, but I didn't really get that impression. And I wasn't really sure why. This is a time where I feel like we're being told and not shown. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's an issue here. At the end, David leaves a video for them. And he does admit to waiting in the car for the Paul incident. But that just seems weird. I So I guess it's true, but I don't know how she knew this whole time. And he's denied it up until now. It makes me wonder if they're implying that he's actually telling a lie to make her feel good at this point. Or if that's what really happened. So I think they're trying to say this is what really happened. But to me, it feels like a lie. And it doesn't matter anyway because she's not watched the video. Yes, as, as we'll get to. I love Alba. Emma, it just feels inconsistent. Emma was all right. I mean, they're all good actors, like, as far as I'm concerned. They all did a great job. They, it's a, it's a very good cast for an FMV. Yeah. You don't get this kind of cast normally. Yeah. And that's, that's why I don't want to just trash this game because, of course, I mean, I, I supported it. I bought it, or we bought it full price release. I had it on my wish list as soon as I as knew soon it existed. As soon as I knew it existed as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I want there to be another one, but yeah, this, you gotta get back on your game, like for your storytelling. Like this, just—I mean, when they broke out a dollhouse and a, and a bunch of dolls, I honestly was like, "What? <laughs> okay, we're doing this." And I will be doing this for a while. A while. It was a long, it was a long episode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I guess that's their—that's their—that's their story done, then, isn't it? That's Emma and Alba, and yes, we get to the endings at the end. So well, that grandfather never came back from the war. He mailed us six letters before he was eventually shot down. Find his letters. The clue you need is they all stand in the stands. Leads to Ava. Ava. Now, what I'm going to do is mix in Ava with the whole FBI and Mike a bit. Because these stories are the most linked, I feel. Because Ava's the target. She is Snow White. Snow White, yeah. And all of her friends are referred to as the dwarves. So we're back in fairytale land. Which I don't mind. I don't mind. If that's your thing, and if you know what you're doing, plug it as much as you want. Go for it. But but you're going to run out of them. <laughs> because you've used uh, three in this one. Let's talk about their story. So Ava, do you know who Ava is, the actor? Um, no, no. So this is Alexander Shipp, who played Storm in the most recent two X-Men movies. 
they meet in the Jasmine Center, but we see David outside first scoping out who's going in and basically reading out her profile and what she's like as a person, which is interesting because I do feel like she very much fits that profile as we get to meet her as a character. There's a bunch of flirting about books and while she's at the record store and music. She used to be in a band where she was called Jane Dean, and it was Jane Dean and the Rebels. And David speaks of his cop father. He'll talk about this a few times. He talked about it in Max's story. I think he mentions it in Emma's story. So obviously this is important to him. But in this one, he lies and says that he got a DUI as a kid, and that's why he could never be a cop. Well, as far as we know, he's lying. Yeah, I haven't checked. There is a very kind of odd and intimate scene where she dances to the song Fever and takes care of herself and then asks him to watch her sleep. There's the whole Freddie Mercury dressed up as... Dressed up as Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. for Halloween. But all this stuff is just kind of relationship building and somewhat fun, but not really that interesting. What really gets me is when he's in the center and they're having a meeting and David is basically implying that passive resistance is not enough. We have to do something, which seems to get Ava onto his side and bring her closer to him. I think this is much more interesting for me overall story-wise than anything else. But then we go back to the movie reenactment, which I think is the worst scene in the whole game. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. It's the most agonizing to watch oh. one at a time. I would rather watch Silence than to watch this. Her one was okay. His was just dire, man. It was awful. <laughs> but that it's so long. It's so long. I get what you're doing here, but... Just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Not, not 10. 20, if you watch both of them. Which I did. <laughs> so did I. Watching watching uh, Davy's stuff mouthfuls of popcorn, like handfuls of popcorn into his face and dribbling. I wrote down as well as like, I never want to watch a movie with this guy. Like, you eat like an absolute animal, man. <laughs> like, maybe maybe that was in character. Maybe that's not him in real life. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you do realize you have to, you're making the mess. You got to hoover all this up, yeah. <laughs> We get to a point where he goes to a rally, he gets beat up, he loses a tooth, which is somewhat interesting because it, in many ways, I think mirrors Alba's tooth that she's missing. (laughs) If they were looking at each other, it would be in the same spot. He again, this leads into another one where he's talking about, I think, Prosperin being fascist and it's too much and we need to do more. It leads into her finally coming over and they consummate their relationship Then here's a part that I do really have a problem with. They start vlogging about what they're doing. And this is a big problem I have with David as a whole is he's the worst secret agent, undercover agent of all time. Yep. He has had multiple conversations at the diner with both Emma and Maxine in public talking about things he should not be talking about. Now he's making videos with his girlfriend in bed and putting it online where his wife could see it. Yeah, exactly. That's, um, I don't, I really didn't understand that part at all. If you see a hooded man with a camera, you can tell my true fashion colors and that I am not really a troop of color. 
One interesting thing watching through the whole story is that we see her singing at Silver Ridge. What's interesting is he is there. This is the same day and time as Alba's recital. So he is missing Alba's recital, obviously less interesting, but to be here. And we don't know, because we don't get that story from Mike, whether or not David made this choice or whether it was the choice to do this because this is the big rally and this will help ingratiate him. I totally believe that that is important, but I think that they're trying to juxtapose these and say, this is the choice he made. I didn't know they were on the same date, but yeah. It would be hard to do unless you watch them straight through in uh, in chronological order. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I did find that video. Um, because I don't know how they're listed in the file of the game, if they're by story. They're, they're, they're by, I think it's all in sequential order. So, um, yeah, I think if I'd watched far enough ahead in the, in those videos, that would have popped up. We then get a scene where he's doing the shooting game. There's a van scene where he's talking about Prosperin and he's, David is pushing for more. He's always pushing for more. There's the really awkward Pete and Ava scene on the couch. We don't know what's going on there, but then we find out that Peter likely drugged her and filmed her against her will. And she was underage. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. David beats up Peter and Ava's very mad about it. But this leads into David giving her a key to his place. I want you to come home. This is our home now. So moving in together, which Mike is not sure is a good idea. Relationships can be messy. Yes, they can. <laughs> As we find out, they do another vlog. This one is from the bedroom and I think they're naked under the covers. This is just such a stupid move to do. He says he's visiting his sister, but we find out really that this is a time where he had to go visit Emma because Laura was probably getting a bit out of hand. Peter's apartment gets raided, probably because of something that David did. He informed Mike and there's this whole argument about those tapes need to be destroyed, but of course Mike's not going to. Those are evidence. I, I just think that one of my weaknesses is David doesn't seem to be a good agent. We then meet Chris, who's a bit too obvious, and David has a whole argument with Mike about him. He's wearing new clothes. He's just asking all the right questions, like forcefully and awkward times. Yeah, but at the same time, dude, you have a van, a boat, and an apartment. <laughs> it's a little bit convenient, isn't it? Yeah, but I believe Chris's real name is Simon. So we have other random videos where they talk about a Simon and don't do that to me, what you did to Simon. And all times, who's Simon? <laughs> you have to put that one together because they don't actually ever say Simon is Chris. Yeah. David, I think, gets rid of him by making up this whole black kite folder thing. And Chris, Simon can't stop it. Karen shows up at the house. But a lot of this has to do with the fact that there's a point where, I mean, we know that Mike is not happy with him. And he keeps saying, you need to keep your distance. You need to have an exit strategy. And I believe it's at this point where Karen shows up because he's not done his exit strategy. He's still staying. It's at this point, it becomes a bit muddied. And I'm not sure what his motivation is. Is it Ava? Is it he feels for the cause now? Is it he just doesn't want to go home? It could be all of these things together, but I really want a central motivation and I don't feel I'm quite getting it here. I mean, by the end of it, I think it's pretty obvious. Is it though? 
Uh, I we'll get to that yeah. at the end. I, I just feel like he's not thinking clearly at that 90%. point. Ninety percent. Okay. Leads into now Ava and David getting closer. He meets their the parents, her parents on video. There's a surprise Alba video where they meet each other. She's obviously mad at him. Uh, but it, <laughs> next thing we get really is she's pregnant. And so this muddies the water. It, it causes everything to be more of an issue. We find out later from Mike that David never says this in his reports. He never says anything about it. Ava goes from this whole time she wanted to be special to going ordinary can be magical because now I'm pregnant. It seems a very quick turnaround for her character. David goes without her to the Convergence where he tries to encourage a bombing. And basically, David just won't be pulled out of the assignment. He refuses to go. But it leads to a point where Ava just doesn't want to talk to him anymore. He leaves her money, but... That just makes her more mad. He sneaks in to see the nanny so he could see his daughter, Star, as we'll find out. Well, that scene, we find out. David has basically at this point a dead leg, we see. But, I mean, I know he gets shot in the Maxine story, but he would have been rushed to a hospital right away. The police were right there. Would he really have a whole dead leg? Was he shot in the foot? He was shot in the thigh, I think. See, that's what I thought. And I just, but he's walking as though his foot is broken or something well, i mean yeah it would be painful you wouldn't be using that muscle yeah it, it definitely is that that's a result of his gunshot wound i think i don't, it it feels too much i feel like they're overemphasizing it so that you have to try and find that clip i don't know let's let's try it let's shoot, shoot someone in the leg see how long it takes them to heal all right well you suggested it so <laughs> you're the first victim no, that was, that was fine. I, I, I know that didn't bother you? No, no, okay. no. I imagine it would be even worse than that, to be honest. Really? Yeah, man, getting shot. Yeah, I don't think you'd be walking around all fine and dandy. But, all right, I think my issue is I feel like a lot of time has passed. Ah, okay. Uh, if it was that day or the next day, but, and, <laughs> and I could be wrong about this, I didn't totally keep track of the dates. When I watched it straight through, the dates weren't available to me. So I didn't really keep track of that. So, it is possible that it happened very close in, but it seemed to me that time had passed. A fair amount of time had passed. And so it seemed like he should be better by then. Or it might be one of those things like maybe some people never get over those injuries. Maybe it damaged something permanently and he's left with a limp. Maybe. But we get the final David video where he talks to the world. He drinks a coffee. He apologizes to everyone. He hopes his daughters will have a better future, and he blows up the bridge. So you would say that he definitely bought into the cause at this point. I think so. Uh, that's the way I'm going to interpret everything. I'd say it's 90% cause, 10% suicide. There's definitely maybe 20. Possibly. They do give some things. The fact that he really wanted meat early on, but by the time he was doing the Alba barbecue, there were only tofu dogs available starts to say that maybe he has changed. Oh, I thought that was something different. I thought that was because he says earlier on um, that he's he, even when he's off, if he's taking a break, he can't eat meat because he says they can smell that sweating out of you. This is where the timeline comes into place. He's been off mission for a long time at that point. Uh, has he? Yeah. Okay. Basically, once he becomes clean shaven, he's not on mission anymore. Right. Okay. Well, then that, that would add, add to the 
my idea that he's in it for the cause now then. It seemed like the whole time, every time he's talking about it, he's really leading into this bombing thing. He wants to do this bombing thing. And their whole thing about getting into Green Storm, as they called it, was to try and stop this kind of thing. But nobody, nobody seemed to be pushing for this more violence Except for him. Yeah. And I think that's the point that they were trying to make, to be honest. Like, they're like, they're, they're a terrorist organization and it's almost like entrapment. You know, he was the one that was forcing them to. Oh, definitely. I think that's why in the Sleepy Lions, they did the whole entrapment scene and acting. But I don't know. It just feels like that shouldn't happen. I suppose it could happen, but. but it- I, th- I think you're right. I think it was actually David had changed and now he was the one that was actually pushing for this bombing because. He almost is trying to take over in a sense, and I think that's part of his what what his boss said about his psych profile is that this would this would happen again. Not a great job for Mike to put this guy on assignment. Like this guy is probably the worst person to put on an assignment like this. And I feel like Karen should know as well. His handler. We'll stop press just there for a second. Is that the same Karen who is who has the laptop that we are playing as? Because yes. her name is Karen too. Yes. Okay. Good. At least as far as I can tell, and I'm assuming it must be. Right. I thought so too, and I was like, I was worried that maybe it was just two people with the same name. But let's talk about that, actually. What I want to get into now is maybe a few weaknesses to the story that we haven't, I haven't already jumped into already when I wasn't supposed to. He's supposed to have this handler. Karen tries to give him an out. If it is the same Karen, that same Karen, why is she willing to risk her entire career for this video evidence? There's already been some sort of inquisition. It's already been taken care of. What is she going to prove and who is she proving it for? That's that's that, that's the problem is that the story isn't intriguing enough to warrant this. This is why I thought it was going to be a much different game because a stolen laptop from the NSA. It's like, it's going to be some Dan Brown stuff that we're getting into here, you know? Um, Maybe the wrong example. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like, just some crazy out there CIA, NSA, conspiracy stuff. That's why, I, 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 maybe not as far as that, but something really interesting. The story's dull, man. It's boring. And this is not worth throwing your career away to WikiLeaks for. Oh, a guy, an FBI, an FBI agent went a bit off the deep end, slept around a bit, and then killed himself. Like, ooh. Big deal. It's not. We're not talking Donnie Brasco here. Do you think that it matters that at least I didn't really identify with David really in any way? No, I hated him. And I think that that's a problem. He wasn't likable at all as a character. I think that makes a big difference. And I think the problem is the more we get to know him chronologically, the worse he gets. I mean, that would have been a great twist if we did like him and then all of a sudden we found out he's this lunatic. Like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. But yeah, he's just, even from the very first video, I was like, I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) The very first, under love, the very first video. Yeah, yeah, under that first one where he's unpacking his room. I was like, I just don't like the way that you speak, man. Like, I don't like your style. I don't like. But it's not the actor because you've liked him in other things. I liked him in Upgrade. Yep. Um, It's not the actor. And I think that's, I genuinely think that's what he's trying to play, this cocky FBI agent. And fair fair play, he does it very well because I took an instant dislike to him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't really like the apology at the end. It feels weak. He even apologize, sort of apologizes to Max. Guess I won't be running a marathon with you now. <laughs> I don't think she would want to anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Overall, it just didn't get me. And that's the problem with 
this game is that's all there is, really. I wanted to though. Yep. I wanted to. Take the opening hour of the Rosetta Stone and combine it with the address of a famous design by Norman. This is what time you shall find me. So let's talk about weaknesses to the actual gameplay. There is a solitaire game that's missing a card. We're in the spoiler section. It's missing a card. <laughs> I can never get the achievement to pop up. There's an achievement for figuring this I out. And I and played I just it for can't. two hours and I've won the game before. I've won like three times. Yeah, and, and I, I still get can't it. get it to pop up. So that's a little bit frustrating. I don't know what they're trying to say with this. In her story, the game on the browser had meaning. This one, I feel like... What was the game on, on her story again? Wasn't it Reversi? Oh, that's right. It was Reversi. That's, that's, that's correct. But this one, I mean, it's missing a king. It, it's just somehow set up so you have a king and three queens. <laughs> there's something. It's just kind of missing. In the trash can, there's paintings, which you found out who made them. Yeah. Edward Manny. And the only thing that I can draw for conclusion for that, I was like, oh, this could Because immediately I went into the trash can as soon as I started. Well, I did very soon as and well. And it's like, wow, there's some deeper stuff here. This is good. This is all looking great. This will be part of a bigger puzzle. It's not as far as I can tell. Um, the only thing I... Two reasons for it. One is Sam Barlow just likes that artist. Or no, I've got three reasons. Sam Barlow just likes the artist. Two... Manet was also ridiculed uh, as an artist during his time. Much Maybe he's a mirror for David, like not underappreciated, but thinks he's much better. And in the end, he just kind of fizzles out. Or my personal theory is that I think all the paintings have two women and usually they're back to back, not facing each other. I think it's a nod to her story. Possibly. I I don't know. I, I want to talk about some of the mechanics because there are some choices they made that I would... Here's the thing. I want to be hopeful. I want to play a third one. But if the third one is like this one, I'm not sure I would play a fourth one. That's how I feel. So I really want to just make it known there are some things that they have improved and some things that still need to be improved. So my number one problem with her story was there was no ending. There was a weird sort of do ending you know you the choose. ending? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. But maybe I don't. I could be lying. <laughs> I have no idea. And I have no idea if I'm right at that point. This one doesn't do that. It gives us three endings. We have three main stories. We get our three endings. So they did that. And that was good. It's a shame that the endings suck. That's the problem. All right. So with the endings, <laughs> let's talk about the endings. Max's ending. First off, it's weirdly written in a future tense. Yeah. That's the thing that I really just made me weird. As though weird. they're predicting their future rather than actually talking about the past. Because it's like the end of like Cannonball Run, where it's like, so-and-so went on to open his own line of soft drinks. Which, if they just narrated it that way, yeah. and had somebody else doing that, like Mike, or I don't yeah, know yeah, who yeah, would yeah, do it, someone. but saying what they did, that would work so much better. But the characters talking about their own future, especially when I just saw Max's for the first time, I went... Uh, how do you know this is going to happen? I'm totally perplexed by this. But much like with the rest of the Max story, I just found it dull and uninteresting. Oh, I sold my apartments and I moved to New York and I started my own cam industry. And then I became a crime novelist with strong female protagonists. That saying makes me roll around in my grave. <laughs> but again, in the future tense, that that phrase will make me roll around in my grave or something. Oh, it's just creepy and weird. And it's weird. It's an odd choice. Let's put it that way. It's an odd choice. Emma threw her ring in the ocean immediately. <laughs> doesn't watch the video. Doesn't remarry. 
stops being a nurse and becomes a tennis coach instead. (laughs) Which I don't know where that came from. And then says, Alba will get to do exactly what she wants. Now, if you've got the right amount of videos or the right videos, you get teenage Alba who goes, oh, mom is right. At 18, I did exactly what I wanted. And at 40, I had my own daughter and I let her pick her own name out of a bag. Like, so we don't know anything about her from 18 to 40. At 18, she did exactly what she wanted, which could be anything. Yeah, smoked a lot of weed. Could be. (laughs) Or she waited around doing nothing for 22 years until she met her husband and had a baby. Yeah. (laughs) What? What did you do? It's such a tragic end to Alba's story as well, because Alba, like we said, Alba's cute and awesome and just, yeah, I don't know, this this set of endings was like, you've done so well up until now. You've got the actors, give them something to act. Yes. Then this is an issue where I told you in a message that the credits gave me some people I didn't have before. So actually the whole first playthrough, for some reason, I never came across Emma's name. And so... I never found her name. And I was like, what is her name? There it is in the credits. So I will use that next time through. But it also said Teenage Alba. And this is the video where I said, I need to go back in. I need to find this video. So I was desperately trying to find this video. It doesn't exist. It's only part of this ending. So not a problem for them. This one's on me. But I did personally find that very frustrating because I thought there was a whole ending to her story that I wasn't getting. And I got this. I would have liked it if they had taken something from her story and used it here. And that's like open up the 15 videos rather than keep it at the five, even after you finish. Yeah, there wasn't one this time around. And that that would have been nice. There's not a, a random one either. No. Ava's ending. She pretends that David erased the past and present and anything having to do with him in the bomb. She also didn't watch the video. She becomes a journalist. She moves in with a teacher and then says, yeah, Star is very special. And then we get Star if you've got the right videos. Mom's right. I am special. Oh, no. (laughs) And at 18, my grandmother tries to tell me about my dad and I say, no, I'm happy. Okay. I I want more. This doesn't feel like a conclusion. Sometimes I wonder if it would be better off without an ending, to be honest. I don't think so. I think we need an ending. I do think we need an ending, but I think this wasn't it. I think even if you just change who is saying it, it's a narrator of some kind, that would be better. Yeah, I mean, even if it was Mike, honestly, Mike sitting at a table in his office debriefing someone on these people that they're maybe keeping an eye on. like Or related to that, that, that cold case. case that got yeah. brought up after the hard drive was stolen. Exactly, something like that. And even just have him talking and maybe some video footage of teenage Alba doing backpacking around. Doing something instead of just staring and looking at the camera. Yeah, right. But again, there's 101 ways you could have done it. All right. So endings, I'm so glad they're here. Not glad with the ones I got. But I think this is something that could definitely be improved upon next time around. The videos. They need to be picture in picture. There's no reason to make me watch them separately. Right. I mean, well, first of all, I don't like, if we're going to talk about the videos, I don't like the fact that this game is a rewind simulator, man. It's like the rewind thing has to go. Well, I think, yeah, I think we need to be able to start it from the beginning or have a much faster rewind because yes. I was spending a lot of time, as you said before, I get to the end of the video and then I have to rewind back to the beginning. 
I think that they were assuming we would play more like her story and just keep looking for the lines we wanted, but that's not really what you or I would do. We want everything. Well, I mean, if you're an investigator, that your job is to investigate. And what kind of idiot is going to be like, oh, here's the thing that I looked for. I'm just going to watch from here. No, you want to know what built up to that moment. And so you've got to go back. And as I'm rewinding back through some of those um, Maxine clips, it's like, it's six minutes of her sleeping. Like, and I watched it <laughs> just in case there was something on screen. And that's another thing that I wish they'd done is... Have more environmental puzzles. If you're going to make a scrub through stuff, I don't mind that. I did it in, I love the old, uh, this is going way back. Did you ever play Blade Runner? The old, the old point and click PC one where you had like the, the, the machine that you could zoom in and stuff. You know, it took time. <laughs> enhance. 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 Yes. Enhance. Enhance. You're doing a lot of that. This game is made for that. And I thought I was being clever by some points by like, oh, I noticed that Mike had some samurai swords in his back of his office, and now there's a diploma there. It's like, I wonder who, who that name is. Oh, it's actually his. Of course, that makes sense. But uh, what's this over here? What's the date on that calendar? Can I read that? You know, I want more of that You stuff. said you found Ava's name by her name tag. Yes. Okay. That was one of them. Yeah. Because when he meets her in the... The Jasmine Center. But yeah. It's... um Yeah. The Rewind Simulator has to go. And I know it's a conscious decision. I just don't understand why. Because it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. I get it. It's your art. You can do what you want with it. I'm just telling you, I don't like it. Yeah. I just feel like there's no reason to keep us from half the video. It makes the gameplay twice as long, but not twice as fun. It makes it uh, half as fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel like that, that alone could have made it so much better. I think as well, much like with her story, the timestamps are on the video. Now, I get that this is meant to look more real and more authentic, but I still want that because I had to keep going out of the video in order to figure out when the video was taking place. Oh, you mean like timestamp on the video that you're watching? Actually, on the video. Yeah. As though like the FBI would put it over the video so it would be easy to keep track of. It would just be much, much easier for me. Bookmarking was a little bit awkward. It's very awkward, yeah. But tagging was awkward. Bookmarking was all right, but tagging... I like that you can bookmark the spot in the video that you want. I also like the fact that you can use the subtitles as a search. That's incredibly clever. That's and good. I really like that. That's really, really useful. Especially when it comes to names to make sure that you've got them spelled right. That's great. But the tagging, you're right. It's the tagging that's a bit awkward to it do. It takes like seven clicks to tag something. It's, it's just a bit of... It's too much busy work. And I didn't find it particularly useful. I stopped doing it eventually. I did it all the way through her her, her story. Um, but Did you find it helpful? Because even then I no, wasn't using I didn't, it much. I didn't find it helpful at all. Zero. I just, it's helpful because you get an achievement for it. Hmm. You get two achievements for tagging something like 20 videos and then a bunch more videos. And then that's it. It seems to be the only purpose that it serves because the story is quite easy to follow. It's not hard to follow like her story. I think with this one... Not not having the picture-in-picture, though, for me is the biggest thing because then that means I'm rewinding five minutes of dead footage, essentially, and then trying to watch through it in case there's a clue. I want that to be changed. I don't want that to happen anymore. It's just frustrating. So these these two things would be the biggest things I would want to see is being able to start the video from the beginning and just having the conversations together. Yeah, I mean, I know why they can't put the conversations together like because it would give too much away i think i think it could be done without i think 
you could do it without giving away too much of the story. Essentially, her story was just getting the interviewee side. You didn't get the interviewer. And that's what I liked about that, because you had to guess what question did they just ask her? You know, I liked that because it was it was interesting. But this is different. That's what I mean. These are actual conversations. Yeah. And I don't think it's giving too much away. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, mean, think of it this way. I essentially did that because as I was playing, I was finding the matching clip and then watching it immediately. I just don't see how that can give so much away. Well, it would make it half as short so sorry it would make it half as long which would but be i'm not good, worried about that that would thing. be better for me <laughs> two and a half hours instead of five and that's the thing that's really let's be kind of clear about this as well sam barlow shot 100 hours of footage for this game and used 10 of it and that is an entire netflix show you know, 100 hours how can you make something this dull when you've got 100 hours though most of it is half and half so it would come down to... 50. But, I mean, that's still a lot. And it's still 10 hours of actual... This is what made it into the game. And it's like... Yeah, we don't know how many bad takes there were. We don't know how many... Like I said, there's implied that there's a lot more videos. So maybe he pared down a lot of filler to just give us what is the best 10. I mean, if you've got that much time to play with, like, surely you could have made something more interesting. Maybe, or maybe he... We don't know his method, right? So maybe... He lets the actors kind of ad lib and doesn't try out. No, no. Okay. I, I actually read an interview with him, and this is actually quite interesting. Everything has to be on exact. So kudos to the actors for this because they can't ad lib. As soon as they make a mistake, they did have to reshoot because it has to match his keywords of the script that he's written. Otherwise, the whole game falls apart. When you're, if he says, even if it's something as simple as, "Oh, I'm going to take the kid for lunch," or "I'm going to take." The children for lunch. It's like, as soon as you mess up, substitute one word, your whole search database is thrown off. So everything had to be on point, 100%. Which well, is, I think that's a lot of hours of having that might to be read a lot of the, like the exact hundred. I think the only reason why we're, we're frustrated is because we didn't enjoy it as much as we'd hoped. And I think that that plays a lot into it. For me, yes. I'm not overly happy that I, I I am happy that I played it. I'm glad I tried it. I'm glad it exists. But I see it as a stepping stone to the next thing. Oh, I know I know what that stepping stone is. Full on What F- do they already have a game? Full on FMV Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Where I saw Maxine I was like, this is next level. This is next gen Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. Though I don't know. Maybe somebody <laughs> would do that. But so you were We'd have to be Larry. <laughs> I, I just feel like this is such an improvement over her story. Everything I complained about, the clips are too short. Some of them were practically not. Some of them were virtually impossible to find, especially the, the yes, no ones. I, I wouldn't have figured out that one. You've got a much more intricate story because you have more characters going on in this one. You've got endings so you know if you've actually done something right the endings are important for sure it's done all the things i think that i complained about with the first one they've improved upon it's just now it's a longer game and the story wasn't quite as interesting if this had been a more interesting story it wouldn't have mattered i think next time i mean it just depends right what is the story and do they kind of take 
my suggestions and run with it. Like, this is the kind of thing that I would like to see next time. Do I want to play another one? Yes, definitely. And you said you would play another one, right? I will. I mean... Will you jump on it right away like we did this one, though? That would all depend if you were... If we were going to do it for an episode, then yeah, I'd have to. I wouldn't be... It'd be a risk, but like you said right at the start, if if it was if it was an, if it was a repeat of Telling Lies, I wouldn't be back for a fourth. Or I would, but on a ninety percent sale. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's fair. Here's an interesting thing as well that I noticed. Did you notice the sound effects were ported from her story to this game? What sound effects? So the the hard drive spinning. You know, the her story hard drive is that old school hard drive, like the that reading thing. This is a laptop from 2019. It has the exact same sound as this old 1980s PlayStation laptop, uh, hard drive spinning. And also the... I'm sorry, but laptops don't have those clackety keyboards either. So it's like... I don't know. I think that was maybe just uh, put in for a bit of fun. One thing I would like to see in the next one, something they did better in her story, is the option to get rid of the glare. Oh, yeah. I really... That was the first thing I tried to do was... Make sure the subtitles are on and get rid of the glare. And I couldn't figure out how to get rid of the glare. And I found that really irritating. Why does every character in her story and telling lies, their computer is the dirtiest screen as well? So I'm having to watch every video through dust and it's almost like a hair in the front of the center. It's so frustrating. Please let me get rid of that. I understand she's important, but she's only important at the beginning and the end. And for each achievement point. Yeah, and I like that. I like how the kind of screen fades away and you get the reflection of the real world and it's just a little 20-second bit, but kind of takes you out of the game, makes you realize who you are and what you're doing, and then puts you back in. I like that a lot. I think that was pretty good. But yeah, I don't need to but see I don't need it 90% of the time. time. Yeah. What percentage did you finish on your first playthrough? That's tough to say because it's not an actual percentage. It just says more than half, less than half. I think then it goes up to... Saw like two thirds. I mean, how many videos did you watch? Like, how many videos? How did would you know? It tells you how many videos you watched on the on the report. I got one hundred and twenty six. My first one. Oh, I got one hundred and sixteen. Right. Okay. But yeah, I got that, and I feel I feel like that sixty percent or whatever. If you if you if you do the math on it with the total number of videos, like, yeah, I felt like at the end with with my first playthrough, I I felt like I was ready just to watch it on YouTube rather than go through it again personally. I had no interest in going back and putting myself through all that again. Like, it, it left me with a, a bad taste in my mouth. What I did, as I said before, is I went back and I played it, but in a very abbreviated state. If I had already seen it, I didn't watch it again. And so... My, it still took you three hours. To get the other two endings, yeah. Yeah. But I also found a number of videos that I hadn't found before, mm. which is why it took so long. If I didn't watch any videos, I could have probably got it down to half an hour 40 minutes i had all my search terms from my previous playthrough so i could find the ones i needed that i knew about and then it was just a matter of trying to find a handful of ones i hadn't found before i think i saw after having watched through the full thing i saw most of them by and large a very large percentage of them i had already seen so it can be done it can be done really you could when we looked it up in the beginning how long to beat somebody said five and a half hours. And I think you could do that. But if you focused on one story to get all three endings, no, but I think to get one ending. And if you didn't 
do like I do and watch through all the videos and rewind through all the videos, then possibly. But I don't think I'd really be enjoying the game or feel like I'd given it a fair shot at five hours. I needed 10, 12 to really feel like I had played it the first time. Let's be fair as well. Like I like what Sam Barlow's doing. It's almost like he's invented his own genre. I wouldn't even say these are FMV videos anymore. They're getting into a kind of a new territory. They're FMV, yes, because they have full motion video, but they are not like Seventh Guest or... Tex Murphy. Yeah, they're not like <laughs> any of those. It is its own thing. It is a new genre. It's almost like an interactive movie in a way that the others really aren't. Yeah. And I agree completely. I think that this is a new form of game and this is why I'm excited about it. Her story totally took me by surprise. I had no idea what I was in for. I think a lot of the disappointment I think a lot of the disappointment, as I've said before, with this one was I had really high hopes. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I think that maybe we were expecting something they weren't necessarily ready to do. There's something to leveling us up to this new art form as well. As Sam Barlow is learning how to make them, we are also learning how to play them. Her story was shorter. It was very short clips. It was a much tighter story. This one was a bit more loose. And that worked a bit both ways. It felt a bit more natural, but at the same time was a lot of watching time that maybe wasn't as important, but it could be something so good. And I'm excited by this. Like this excites me in a way that most other games don't. If they're not good, I find another one of the same genre that is better. There isn't anything like this. I get the feeling that he wants to, he's almost using this platform as a way to break into other things like i when i was playing this even though i didn't i didn't like this game i think i was thinking to myself man i'd like to see sam barlow direct an episode of black mirror it would be very interesting i do feel like with the bandersnatch episode we sort of got that and i wonder if charlie brooker wasn't a bit inspired by her story and the way that that worked right i think too it could be interesting but would they work together because they both seem to make their own thing based on their own ideas. It'd be interesting to see if they could work together if, in that way. Uh, if Charlie Brooker agreed that it could be fairy tale themed, then I'm sure Sam would be all over it. So overall, your overall opinion is it's such it's so hard for me. I I, I I really don't like this game. I really don't like it. And I can't recommend it. I gave it a thumbs down on my review for on my Steam. Uh, Your personal page, personal because page. I said I didn't want that. You with... can't be affiliated with that. But yeah, I, I've not, I've, I've given it, I'm not recommended. I hate the rewind function or lack of functionality. Um, I didn't like the story, but I like where we're headed. This is, this is a bump in the road for me. I'm still going to buy the, the next one. If the next one's just as bad for me, then I'm out. But I'm hoping this is just a hiccup and he's just finding his groove with a bigger budget and, you know, more money to throw around. I hope he has the foresight or like the, I hope his ego's not too big that he can see his own flaws and his own mistakes and can change it for the the next game. I'm hopeful that he can. I would say that I do like it. If this was a movie, I would be very unhappy with it. As a game and seeing how they're trying to make this medium work, this new type of game, it just 
the hope that it gives me and the excitement over something new still makes me happy. And so even though I know during the story, I kept talking about the weaknesses, but that's kind of who I am, right? But there are some good things here. They actually had a decent cast of people in this. There were some very good moments that were filmed. There were some very interesting plot points that were there. I look forward to the next one. I hope that it will be better. I believe at this point it will be better. And Well, it has to be better. <laughs> I'm trying to leave on a good note, and you're going to keep jumping in and stopping me. Come out. I want to play the next one. I think it'll be better. I like what Sam Barlow is doing, and I think that this team, if they learn from what they're doing, they could make some really, really amazing stuff in the future. Go to the bridge and follow the shadow of the dolphin. Two separate mothers, dress alike, and so do their children. Come to meet me dressed in the color of their kids. This way, I'll know it's you. Gaps filled and more gaps created. Today, we're going to be discussing a game called TikTok. A tale for two. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't write that down. It's probably something I would have done as a kid when no one else to play with. <laughs> Sad little Darren with no one to play puzzle games with. That's right. An absolutely enjoyable game to play. Yeah, it was a really kind of Goldilocks puzzles. After we were here, this is almost second nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little bits that all add to the overall kind of stuff. <laughs> Very clear. Thank you. <laughs> clear as the watch. With the crack in it. All this and more on the next episode of Filling in the Gaps.